What's up, everybody? Welcome to Totally Fan. I am your host, Taffy. Thank you guys so much for coming, spending time out of your day to come hang out with us here at the Fan Cave. Nothing set up. I'm like running around trying to get things situated. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is the show where we go over everything in the news of movies, comics, TV, video games, your fan and fanfare right here. Now, unfortunately, today I'm flying solo again, but it's okay. We have uh, not a lot of news to go over. Unfortunately, this week was kind of slow. Um, there was a lot of like interviews and like um, celebrities and, and actors and things like just talking about their thoughts on future projects or projects they're currently working on, but nothing big, nothing major. Um, a couple confirmations for some TV shows here and there, but um, nothing that I thought was really groundbreaking. Uh, but as always, guys, if you ever want to get in on, on the action, if you guys ever want us to talk about something specifically you guys are interested in, please make sure you guys follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, everything, uh, TikTok, at TotallyFan, and just reach out to me. Let me know what topics you guys want us to cover, and we'll go over it. We'll do deep dives. We'll talk about it. We'll explain. We'll theorize. We'll do the whole shebang. Just let us know. Plus, that uh, community engagement is really important because it allows us to cater to show to what you want. So definitely make sure you guys are hitting us up and let us know what you guys want to talk about. Now, again, this is the live show where we go into your fandom fanfare. We do this every Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But if for whatever reason you can't catch the podcast live on twitch.tv slash totallyfantaf, you can catch the podcast on anchor.fm or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. Um, Spotify, Google Play uh itunes wherever you like to listen to podcasts we're on there as well the podcast goes up monday at 12 p.m pacific standard time but if for whatever reason you can't catch the live stream or the podcast you got us on youtube the episode goes up on wednesday but we sprinkle throughout the week uh clips here and there um so yeah guys th thank you guys so much for tuning in um and we're gonna go ahead and get right started into it um, uh, one last thing I do want to go over is we do have new merch on the way. I'm really excited about it because I think it's going to be some fun, interesting designs. So hopefully we can get to that soon. Um, but until then, let's go ahead and jump right in, shall we? So the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the animated one by Seth Rogen and his production company is in development. He teased everyone on Twitter with a new picture um, that kind of looks like uh, school notes that you would typically see. Um, it's got some science stuff there. It's got some um, some drawings or like little sketches here and there. And it's quite interesting because of how deep it goes into the concept of like who they are as turtles and things like that. Um, it's part of the, um, I guess, the synopsis of what the movie is going to be about. The turtles are going to be focused on a more teenage aspect that Seth Rogen wants to uh, examine that m little bit more versus like the Michael Bay turtles where they're really big and they look somewhat adult-like. Um, the old animated stuff was just kind of more so for kids. The original movie, um, you know, it, it was a coming-of-age story, but I think this one wants it to be a little bit more focused on their teenage years, which is interesting and I'm kind of excited about that. Um, the notes, however, look like they're, they should be more in line with what something Donatello might say. There's a lot of science stuff in there. Um, and it, it makes, it almost makes Leo seem smarter than what he, than what we typically know him to be. Not to say that he's dumb because Leonardo is actually very smart. He's a like very skilled tactician and everything else. 
Um, but like it just gets a little bit deeper into s some aspects. So it's it's interesting. Now, the important thing is we got a confirmation date for August 11th, 2023. And that's really all we have so far about the Ninja Turtle movie, the release date. Um, we don't have any casting yet. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they're um, if they're already looking at people or if they're in talks with people. Um, again, this is going to be animated. We, we don't know if it's CGI animation or if it's going to be like a cartoon animated. More than likely, just based on how everything's going, it is going to be uh, CG, like 3D animated. More than likely. Like there's a 95% chance it's going to be that. Um, what, I thought it best to start with Ninja Turtles just because Ninja Turtles was one of the main reasons why I started Totally Fan back in 2014 with the Michael Bay Turtles. Um, so I figured we start the day off strong with something like that. So um, I'm curious. I want to see more. You know, Seth Rogen, I think, is okay as, as a comedian. I, I don't think he's, like, super fun. I think he's overrated, but um, he is still enjoyable. Um, but I'm curious to see as what kind of movie his production company is going to make. Um, if it's going to be a good one or if it's going to be kind of like so-so. So we'll see what happens. And as always, I'll just release more information as we get to it. Yo, Fat Moose was good, homie. Thank you for uh, popping in. We greatly appreciate it, man. All right, we're going to move into the next topic here. So we knew that, um, I was going to say Keanu Reeves, but that's definitely not right. Michael Keaton, uh, we knew that Michael Keaton was coming back as his uh, Batman um bruce wayne character from the 1989 batman uh movie with tim burton we knew that he was coming back for the flash movie what we weren't what we never even thought about was that the suit is coming back um i forgot who posted it but somebody uh posted a picture of the the new uh crest it's slightly different than the original 89 batman and and uh different from the sequel of batman returns it's not like a hundred percent off there's just some minor uh differences um, primarily with the shape of the bat. I think his tail looks a little bit like it comes down a little bit lower than it does on the other two. Um, uh, definitely than the first one. Uh, but there is a stain of blood on the picture or rather on the, on the, on the emblem. Now there's a part right under the emblem. I'm going to move the, 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 so the emblem goes like right here, right? And right under the emblem in this part where like, if your pecs are here, and like this part is where like your ribs or whatever start. There's a little section that you can see there that's very reminiscent of the the square shapes that we see in the Batman Returns suit. Um, if you look at it uh, after he gets stabbed, it goes from like abs to like a armor plating kind of look. Um, so we can see that in the picture. So it huge vibes of Batman Returns, um, potentially even like a, a after Batman Returns. Now, this is the thing that I, I've also been thinking about since they hinted at the suit. Um, if they're bringing back Michael Keaton, I wonder if the Val Kilmer and the George Clooney stuff is going to be canon. The reason why I say that is because technically Val Kilmer, uh, Batman Forever, they do mention Catwoman kind of briefly, not by name, but they do like kind of mention her a little bit. There's also um, the reoccurring Jim Gordon in those movies. Uh, who kind of like connects all the movies together as well as Alfred. Um, so there's some subtle hints there that connect Val Kilmer and George Clooney to the Burton movies. And I'm curious if Michael Keaton's appearance in Flash is going to retcon what happens in Batman uh, Forever and Batman and Robin. 
would be interesting to see it just because they're bringing back this suit. It makes me wonder if that. I'm glad they're not doing the freaking bat nipples, though. Right, let me just throw that out there. I'm super happy we're not bringing those back. Um, but yeah, so we got our first look at the suit, um, or at least a little pick of the suit, and there's a stain of blood on there. Now, a lot of people are speculating that the Flashpoint movie might also feature um, elements of the Watchmen Doomsday Clock. Um, I can get more into that later. Um, but it'd be curious because it could potentially open up the DC gates to other expanded universe, other expanded characters. We, there is a article floating around that Aquaman two might do that, but I could also see flash being the movie that does it. So it'd be very interesting. Additionally too, we still don't know if, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan in The Walking Dead, if he's coming back as um, Thomas Wayne, we don't know if they're if they're playing on that stuff yet. So this suit or this picture, while you could speculate all kinds of different theories, right now it's just a picture of the suit with a little stain of blood, just to kind of um, indicate that like th you know this suit might have uh, might go through some action, which I'm really excited for. Um, additionally, to just kind of talking about Batman, I, I want to mention it as well, that the Batman 1989 comic book might be doing some sort of a crossover kind of thing with the Batman animated... Um, sorry, not the 89. Sorry. The Batman animated series, uh, they have a comic book run right now. They're doing a crossover uh, with like other villains and, and other things like that. They're, they're going to be featuring uh, the Red Hood. In that '89 style, the um, Jason Todd's Red Hood, in that '80 in that style of uh, like animation in the comic book form, which I think is cool, as well as a couple other characters. So I got really excited about that and wanted to mention it to you guys. Um, I wasn't 100 sure if I was going to do the show solo, so I like made sure to look into that. Um, but I thought that was interesting, and I definitely wanted to share that with you guys. Um, so the comic looks sick. Uh, the '89 comic, um, I don't know. If that's going to be canon in any way or if that's going to tie into the Flashpoint movie, uh, that's something that I've been trying to look into a little bit more. But as always, we'll report more things as, as we get into it. But I want to know what your guys' thoughts is on Michael Keaton coming back for um, for Flashpoint movie. Let me know what you guys think. Post it in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're in chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your opinions. Definitely go ahead and post it in the chat right there. And on to the last bit of news. So way back when, and I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you guys are old enough to know, but they made a Super Mario movie uh, with John Leguizamo playing as Luigi and uh, I believe Bob Hoskins who plays uh, Mario. The movie is very loosely based on the game and supposedly Nintendo really didn't want them, like they wanted them to make a movie, but they really didn't want them to touch like a lot of the assets or like the, the canon or the lore or whatever in the, in the game. And I don't know why I try to look into it a little bit more. There's, there's, at least I couldn't find any information as to why. But um, come to find out that there was a lot of uh, lost footage that ended up getting cut on the cutting room floor. But there was a lot of footage that ended up getting lost. And you can watch that stuff now in addition to watching the movie it, with 20 minutes of missing footage. And I thought that was crazy. Now, I wanted to bring it up because I actually bought the movie recently. I was planning on watching it uh, on the DVD pretty soon, but come to find out that they have this thing live. Like, this thing, you can go watch it online. Um, I think I posted it from Facebook.com, so 
um, comic book uh, resources or comicbook.com uh, should have your link to go watch that if you guys are feeling nostalgic and you guys want to watch the Super Mario movie. Uh, again, guys, you know, the movie wasn't that great. So, you know, if you watch it, please understand you're not going to watch like a, a blockbuster of a movie. But it, it's pretty fun. It definitely for nostalgia's sake. Uh, but I thought it was cool that they're missing 20 minutes. Now, a lot of the stuff is going to feature um, like some dialogue and things like that. So it might help with the exposition a little bit. But overall, um, I thought it was cool that there were missing footage. Um, I would love to see some sort of anniversary like Blu-ray release of this with the 20 minutes in it. Um, there's a lot of like cool, fun movies that were made back then that you know maybe aren't good. Um, that definitely I would love to see... Um, not necessarily director's cut, but, you know, a lot of that stuff that's missing, um, deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes stuff. I, I, I'm into that stuff a lot, and I would love to see more of it. So with the Super Mario movie, I would love to see, like, a like an updated Blu-ray release with um, that missing footage and, and whatever else they can do. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, man, this week was kind of slow. A lot of people were confirming things here and there. Or not confirming, but, like, a lot of people were just commenting on things here and there about what was going on. Um, let me pull up my list real quick and, uh, and I'll see if I can, uh, if I can just quickly go over things. Um, I do know that, uh, Halo Infinite, uh, the multiplayer is seemingly confirmed to be at E3, meaning that, um, E3 might have a booth dedicated to Halo where you guys can like try it, try out and play in multiplayer. Um, I'm really excited because I might be going to E3 this year. Um, I'm trying to make that happen and, and I might have a way in. Um, so if I do, I would love to be able to showcase some of that stuff for you guys. Um, don't count on me going to E3 as much as I really want to, but um, that new stuff for Halo is going to be there. Oh, this is also interesting too. Uh, Taj Mari, and I guess this should be its own thing. All right, we got another another segment here. Let me go. So Taj Mori, who plays smart guy back in like the old 90s uh, show on WB and on Disney, he has been conceptualizing a concept of his character of coming back uh, to TV in the more uh, adult modern age. Um, and I'm talking about Smart Guy. Smart Guy might be getting a reboot based on his concept of the character. And apparently everybody's okay with it. Um, th there have been a lot of uh, Zoom meetings, a lot of pre-production stuff or, or pre-developmental stuff. Um, right now, there isn't a script. There aren't uh, casting confirmations, although Taj, I believe, said in an interview that he wouldn't do it without him. Um, so there's going to be quite a bit of content potentially coming out of Smart Guy. Uh, we do know that you guys can watch it live right now, I believe, on Peacock if it's not on Disney+. Plus. Um, but it's cool. I think Smart Guy coming back uh, is, is fun. The biggest thing is that Taj Mari, who plays the smart guy, who plays the child. Um, I forgot his name just because it's been a long time. But um, he, it's his concept, right? Like, it's not like a production studio is is like, hey, we want to work on this reboot. Um, let's call him and see if he wants to come back as it. No, it's him. He's the one that's coming up with the idea. And I think that's really cool. Um, I definitely would like to see more of that. Not necessarily reboots, but just more of that kind of uh, content coming out in the future. Um, we have some other things too, but give me a quick second, guys. Somebody's knocking on the door.
All right, boys. Sorry about that. Uh, had uh, Amazon delivery. Um, so, yeah. So, the fact that the show's coming out of his concept, um, I think it's really cool. Um, another thing of news. So, with Crash Bandicoot, I, I think we talked about it loosely that they were hinting at him being the next character in Super Smash Brothers. Um, that would be, I guess, kind of fun, and there would be tons of ways that they could do it. I think Sakurai may have mentioned something about him enjoying the Crash series, but nothing confirmed yet. Um, we There's been a lot of speculation because the voice actor um, posted a picture some time ago of, um, of like a future project. And then there was another picture that just got tweeted out um, that was like Crash is, like, is opening up like a, what do you call him? like a time capsule kind of thing. He's pulling out a list of like things to do and off to the side, very like tucked away in the corner on the right, there's a picture or there's a box or something with like a black explosion and then a white circle with a red circle in the middle and everyone's freaking out thinking that it's smashed. The reason why they say this is because that black explosion icon looks similar to the original smash icon on the 64 version. Uh, so basically, if you look at the text and then you look at the background, there's like a little explosion in the back there. Uh, and then the red circle and the white circle, people are thinking, is his letter to to join Smash as how the characters have been introduced so far. The problem with that theory is that it's all whatever the color scheme is or the color palette is of that box. That's all that that is. It's not a separate item. There isn't a letter on top of this box that is part of the artwork of the box. So I think it's a, I think a lot of people are just over speculating it. I think a lot of people really want Crash to be in uh, Smash, and it might be possible, but I don't think it's happening. Um, and then I think the last like kind of interesting bit of news we'll go over. Um, Toys R Us is planning on coming back. So the new owner um, kind of laid out a plan of of not a plan, but more so like an idea or a concept, I guess that he wants Toys R Us to be back in stores. He wants it to be, you know, he wants the stores and the locations to be back up. Um, Toys R Us is a trusted brand, um, and he thinks that there's a lot of loyalty and a lot of, um, uh, I guess, trust that the brand holds. And so he wants to make sure that they're still able to um, continue that coming off of, uh, or coming close to the winter holidays this year. So that'd be interesting. Um, we don't know how many stores he plans on opening up just yet, or they plan on opening up. Um, but I thought it was cool. Toys R Us might be coming back. Now, there was news about it some time ago, and I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or not, um, of Toys R Us wanting to do something big um, for a comeback of some sort. Them opening up a couple locations before this holiday season, I think, would be cool. It, it could be interesting. I think for Toys R Us, a lot of what did them in was um, the fact that a lot of kids aren't really buying toys anymore. You know, it's all about digital stuff. It's all about games. It's all about iTunes. It's all about iPads. Um, there's a lot of digital content that's coming out. So toys, I feel like, I don't know, every time I go to Toys R Us, uh, or at least the last couple times I've gone to Toys R Us, there'd be tons of stuff that would be stocked up on the shelves or a lot of stuff that's missing. Um, like just inventory is not coming, like getting refilled. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily call it Toys R Us being like sold out all the time. I, I don't think that's the case. Because every time you'd walk into a Toys R Us and it'd be dead. It'd be like maybe a couple kids here or there. I know the Lego section was always popping. And then, of course, the gaming section would always be popping. That'd really be it. 
if Toys R Us wants to make a comeback, I think they need to focus on on specific consumer groups, right? You have the kids, um, so like educational stuff I think is still important. Um, you have the family game nights. I think that needs to be prioritized. Um, Legos, I think, are, are always going to be a thing. Um, so I think you should have a section for Legos. Of course, the gaming section. Um, but I think you also need to start looking into adult buyers, um, adult collectors and things like that. There are a couple of different toy companies that um, that have exclusivity with Walmart or exclusivity with Amazon or Target or whatever. I think you guys need, I think Toys R Us would need to cash in on that exclusivity and be able to get some big name brands of high quality figures. For an example, we'll go look to my wall here, right? A lot of the figures that I have down here at the bottom are going to be mainly one of two. One is NECA. NECA is uh, an American company. They focus a lot on movie quality um, products, specifically Ninja Turtles. But they also have horror stuff like Freddy Krueger, Jason, uh, Halloween, and stuff like that with Michael Myers. Um, they also do Aliens and Predators, which is – they have awesome stuff. Um, NECA as well as um, – uh, SH Figure Arts by Tomashi Nations. Um, they are. They also have movie rights to some of their figures. They also have like TV rights and things like that. But their focus is on articulation uh, and less on the sculpture of it all. Among other brands, I think those are some of the like those are some of the most common, right? Like when I go to conventions, I see NECA, I see Figure Arts, I see Figma, Nendroids. Um, and a couple other ones. And I think that if Toys R Us wants to be competitive and if they want to stay, if they want to keep their stores open, I think that's um, those groups are groups that they should target their focus on. There's um, a lot of toys that I feel like are just sitting up on the shelves and they're not getting sold and that's hurting Toys R Us more than helping them. Um, and then in the addition of online sales and things like that, I'm pretty sure that also took a took a toll on Toys R Us's um like gross income and things like that so I didn't think I was going to get into Toys R Us like that but I did I totally did uh, but I thought that was interesting and definitely wanted to bring that up um and then yeah just a couple other things here and there um but yeah guys like I said it's really important if you guys ever want us to talk about something specifically please make sure you guys are hitting us up on social media um, we have a Discord. Um, the Discord you can here. I'll send the link here, but you can always join the Discord here. Um, come into the fan cave, talk about theories, talk about plots, reviews, whatever you guys want to talk about. Social media is good for that too, on Twitter especially, but Instagram and Facebook, you can hit us up on all that stuff. And that engagement helps us cater the show a little bit more to what you guys want us to talk about. So please make sure you guys are following us on social media. Reach out to us whenever we do stuff and let us know what you guys want so that we can make the show more for you guys. Um, like I said, if you guys want to watch the podcast, we go live on Saturdays, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash TF, anchor.fm slash TollyFan for the podcast or wherever else you'd like to listen to them on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever. And if for whatever reason you can't catch the live show or the podcast, we do go up on Wednesdays. Uh, full episode goes up Wednesday with parts here and there sprinkled throughout the week. So that's going to be it, guys. And I really appreciate you guys coming in. Like I said, I appreciate you guys showing the love. Um, 
if you guys like what we do and you guys want to help support the channel we do have a merch store we do have uh new merches on the way actually uh some th three concepts based on lines that i constantly say throughout this stream and other people's streams i'm gonna make sure it's based on those um so i'm really excited about that stuff but we have a merch store you guys can always subscribe for free using amazon prime on twitch um you can also you know please just make sure you're following liking sharing uh that's probably the most important one get that outreach going so that's gonna be it for totally fan thank you guys again so much for tuning in thank you for allowing me to be part of your day and uh, i will catch you guys on the next one but until then as always thanks for coming